Welcome to the Jalal Azar podcast presenting Breaking Resistance. I'm Jalal John Azar. And I'm Francisco Herrera. And we're talking with entrepreneurs who have reached the peak through breaking barriers and obstacles in their personal and business journey to educate and inspire you to break your own resistance. All right. Um, uh, Marie, I, I had a, a question that I wanted to ask you earlier. Uh, it's, it's about something that you said about sort of the, the whole, you know, um, adapting to change and, and not seeing something that you wanted to, not meeting a challenge that you thought you wanted to overcome and not shying away from it. Um, you know, did, did, do you think that's something that came from uh, maybe like your dad, or what you mentioned earlier, or your or your your family having to the sort of power through something that happened to them, and yeah, you kind of absolutely. like you know through osmosis kind of got passed that to you that that mentality. Yeah. Um, I so I and this is a weird way to answer this question, but I am really drawn to like um, the East Coast and East Coast people in New York, and I think it has to do with like there's a. Um, you know, I heard this saying that like California versus New York is like California are nice, but they're not kind. And New Yorkers are not nice, but they're kind. Um, and my dad and his sister are really pivotal people in my life. My aunt, his sister is like my fairy godmother. She's like more of my spiritual mom. And I'm very close to her. I'm probably closer to her than she's three kids and some of her kids. Like I, um, we just connect on a really special level. And my dad was a really unique human being. Um, he ended up coming out while I was in college, which was like a crazy thing to live through. Um, I always knew that my dad wasn't like, I didn't know how to like pinpoint it, but I always knew that um, my dad wasn't like all the other dads. He took me shopping. We had so much fun. Like, um, and my parents had a different kind of relationship. And so I think overcoming that at a young age and, and being in college and not wanting to have people see me and see that I have a different life all of a sudden and, you know, it being Pride Month, like, I'm very proud to have a dad that came out and what he had to go through and what he lived through to, like, get to be 60 years old and then decide to, that he is going to live who he really is was, like, yeah, I think... Um, That's and, amazing. And what he lived through as a young child, um, I you know, there's a lot of grit that like, are is in my bones and is, is in my blood. Um, and I very much feel that all of the things and all the experiences that I grew up with and that were before me, whether they were with my parents or not, um, that, uh, they formed me to get to the point where I could go out and take this massive risk. And, um, Francisco and I were talking about, like, I think if I like actually looked at the risks that I take, it would be, um, you know, it would freeze me up, but I don't think about the world in that way. I don't think about, oh, what would happen if this doesn't work out? Cause there is no not working out. This is, mm -hmm. it's just going to how it's going to work out. It's fine. Exactly. And it's time or money quite honestly. And so in real estate, you know, I do other things, but in real estate, that just means really good underwriting and really good planning of like, this is real estate. Some tenants going to blow up the toilet and it's going to cost more money than you thought or something physical about the building is going to change and so reserving for that and um i have a great lender he's been a phenomenal impact on our um our company um he's more like an investment banker and he has been extremely supportive of like 
making sure that I'm protecting not only his capital, which is his job, but also just my own capital and our investors' capital. And, and that level of elevation of going from like, I was using hard money loans um, to kind of that uh, more sophisticated institutional type capital, that, that's been helpful um, because I'm not allowed to be super rogue. I mean, there's a science to what we do. And um, while it's still gambling and we're taking a bet that we can, um, that the market's going to do X, Y, and Z if we do X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of grit and there's a lot of risk that we take, but at the same time, it's all calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah and no, I absolutely. Think people and good support, like there to, to mm -hmm. help us. Well, I think that's key. That's key. That definitely. I mean, you know, people people think of real estate as like uh, either either they think of it in, in in light of like safety and it you know like uh, you know nothing can go wrong, which is far from the truth. Everything everything could go wrong. Yeah, it's uh, always and, the worst and, case and, scenario. Or, or, or they think of it in terms of like, oh, it's it's too, like I you know I can't I can't I don't know how you operate. I don't know how you make a decision. When there's so many variables, well, you got to make a decision. Obviously, you got to you got to pull the trigger because you you know at, at the end of the day, it's it's just things that need to get done. It's you know as long as you have your ducks in a row, as long as you underwrite well, as long as you know the numbers, as long as you know your capacity, as you have a team in place, things will take things things will take place. They, things will happen, and you you just got to make them happen. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You know? yep. So, um, but that's fantastic. That's that's amazing. You're, it's amazing about your dad, first of all, and I can now see why you're you have such such grit and such resilience and such you know that 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 spirit for attacking life. I love it. Yeah, she she's she brought the East Coast. The, the East Coast is in her blood, and she brought it to the it West is. Coast. So she's making a killing out here in California. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't up there. I very much feel like when I'm in New, I would be in New York City if I could. I, that's where I would live. But um, I have two daughters, and they're Californians, and my ex husband's. In California, so that's where I am. But um, yeah, uh, when I go, I call it going home. Like I just got to go home for the first time during the pandemic, and it I like had never been happier to be on a red eye was to go back to the motherland of New York and be <laughs> there and um, see my aunt for the first time. And it was just um, yeah, this, this is a bit of transformative time. I don't I don't know if I'll be as busy as I was coming out of the pandemic. Like going in, like I was on a plane every week. I was going to every conference and now I feel like I want to be more selective about what I, how I choose my time because I have yeah. paused. Like I have spent way more time with my daughters than I ever, ever had before. Um, and we need to get back to some sort of life, like normal life. Like I yeah. keep doing this, but I guess my point is that I love being in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you, you, you got, you got expensive love taste uh, you got you got you got in new york city which is the most expensive area on the east coast and you got san francisco which is where you're living now the most expensive city on the west coast so yep. possibly in the, possibly in the whole country so yeah i got you i got you yeah right next to boston i can i would say so you guys share that too <laughs> oh you were talking about boston that's just that's the slums compared where where, where she is where marie no, is yeah Oh yeah. man. Oh man. And no, like I look, I really love your how to like your your how to mindset. Like uh there's it's everybody's just a what if. There's I think there's always a risk, whether if it's good, whether if it's um I, I guess what I want to say is there's a risk of not doing something, there's a risk of doing something. And you've always been the type to do the there's more reward than there is a risk on some of the, on the decisions that you've been making. So, a lot of people have actually contracted during the pandemic, but as you mentioned earlier, offline, 
it was it was the complete opposite for you. So can you can you tell us a little bit of how you handled the pandemic and what came about yeah. as far as what you were um, doing? I mean, those early weeks, like I could start crying. It was like everything from like we didn't know we were an essential business to what an essential business is to laying people off. I mean, we went from a fifty-five plus team to thirty-eight pretty quickly. Um, that was scary. That's it was scary tough. To That's gotta be tough. That I was like affecting people's livelihoods. It was it was scary to know that I was in charge of fifteen hundred human beings like in our apartments, and keeping them safe and keeping my employees safe and making all the right decisions at my, my business partner up in Tahoe, Vinton, it was, there was a lot of calls of like, and he's kind of our sage, uh, our sage wisdom holder and I'll call him and just, you know, it's a little lonely at the top, quite honestly. Like I can't always talk about some of these things with my employees. And so having a, a friend in the business and, and that we're doing a significant deal together with, like having him to rely on of like, okay, am I making the right decision? And he would just constantly say, Marie, we're so glad you're our captain of the ship. And I felt that as a really big pressure, but also like um, a blessing. Like I think that I do make good decisions under pressure. And so we are coming out of this. I know there's a lot of operators that aren't coming out of it. And I feel really blessed and lucky. And, um, you know, I, you know, we, it was not easy. <laughs> and I'm yeah. really glad that yeah. that time um, no. but we saw it as an opportunity. I think that, um, we're, we're launching two new businesses and I think that they're very much aligned with, um, how we are going to live as a culture, as a country, as a state, um, over the next few years. And both are in the hospitality segment and they're both, um, you know, in drive to markets that we think are going to flourish. And so, yeah, that entrepreneurial did not get scared by what was happening. I saw it as an entrepreneur, um, as an opportunity. I don't believe in luck. I think that um, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Um, when people say, oh, you're 100%. so lucky to do this, like, fuck that. That's totally doesn't exist. Yeah. That's not reality, or not my reality. Um, and so I bought a, a boating business down in Catalina. We're the only um, sailing business on Catalina. So catalinasail.com. Um, come and, and take a ride with us this summer. We'll be out there um, uh, taking people around the island. It's so beautiful. You can go snorkeling. You can go scuba diving. You can do a private charter and, and you know, and propose to your beloved uh, <laughs> on our boat. Like, we're available. Um, and so I have a good partners in that business um, and really falls in line with, like, what my thesis is, which is people aren't going to go to Italy or France or Africa in the next few years, I think people are going to find those really key, wonderful places that we have in California and we have in the United States and travel to those places um, in the next few years. So that falls in line with that. And then um, we are opening a restaurant in one of our retail centers in Tahoe. Um, it's called Murata. Uh, this is breaking news on the breaking news podcast. You heard it here first. Yeah. Head, on, uh, head on over there. Yeah, we're going to have tacos and tequila and just enjoy Tahoe um, this summer. It's it's going to be a really interesting summer up in Tahoe. We're having a very difficult time finding people, great people to work. Um, I think we're not the only entrepreneur or the only small business that's having a tough time, and it's not just Tahoe. But uh, J1s are, are uh, it's a, a visa program that a lot of um, hospitality markets rely on. 
and they're not allowed in because of the pandemic. And so finding um, help and support at the same time that we know that Tahoe is going to have the biggest summer it's ever had is it's going to be an interesting clash <laughs> of like yeah. service yeah. support and then more people than we could possibly imagine. And so we're really looking at our business of like, okay, we're not going to open with servers. We're going to open. You're going to, everybody's used to going into a restaurant now with a QR code and you're going to, that's how you're going to order. Then your food's going to be brought to you. Would have I have ever thought that I would launch launch a restaurant in that way? No, but it's a way that we're working around like our circumstances and needing to have a smaller team. And, and, um, I think that's a really heart, uh, the heart of like what you guys are at after and, and trying to help other people find is like breaking through that resistance. Somebody could have said, Marie, you're never going to be able to hire anybody and there won't be enough servers. And I would have been like, Oh yeah, that would have been too risky. I, you know, we're not going to open this restaurant. And instead it was like, Nope, go forward. We're opening a restaurant and we will figure it out. Like, okay, this is a solution that the vendor brought to us that other restaurants are having success with. And so it's just not how I can't do this. It's how am I going to do it? I, this is the, the, you know, your, your business is all you've already, your approach to business is always, I, I loved it because it's very similar to mine where it's like you go where the opportunity is, you have a base business. And then, and then from that, it almost like, you know, you bifurcate yourself into other, other portions, which is what I've done with peak 15 and which is what we're, what we're trying to do uh, moving forward. We're not just indicating really? we're doing other things where, where, you know, so, uh, you know, in part of what you did recently came from that approach, which is which is your which is your Lake Tahoe project. I mean, you know, you yeah. and again, I think we were joking about that before we jumped on. Is you know, Francisco is saying that you're the only person I know that went to stay at a hotel and ended up buying it. So, you know, that's that's. We want to highlight. Well, I, I want to highlight that. No, well, well, for one, let's highlight the fact that. Uh, Marie is probably the only one who, during a pandemic, bites a boat business, and she opens up a restaurant during a year the, after the hospitality she bought a hotel business. business. A year after yeah. she bought a hotel business, too. <laughs> two yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Two years after yeah. she bought a hotel business. Yeah. This two is the true. How can I? How can I figure this out? Mindset. This is the true entrepreneur. This, this is, is this is a real estate entrepreneur, mind you, who now owns a boating business. A uh, restaurant business, business and, a, and a hotel business. So oh, I love man. it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What's See, anything yeah. is possible. Um, you just got to And like, you know, part of the boat business is that I have two really great partners and they're hustlers and I see it in them and I would never have done that business without them. And it, it compared to the real estate deals, the cash outlay was very minimal. And so it was like, yeah, I, I believe in Sasha and Zach. I believe in their desire they they moved they operated their whole lives from san francisco that's how i know them um to move down to san diego and the pandemic hit and so we saw this opportunity it was like well this fits the thesis that i have um it's funny the boat is called the thesis um but I didn't nice <laughs> yeah that's it's a great name this thesis that i have that we're going to um travel in different ways and enjoy our um near closer by surroundings more than we ever have and um, and drive two markets are really going to flourish. And so, um, it felt right. I mean, it's, it's super random, but I also I'm a cancer. I love being on the water. I have my own boat in San Francisco Bay. That's my daughters and my aunt on the boat. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I'm very drawn to the water. Tahoe is on the water. Uh, our property there is on the water. That's why I bought that. Like the water, the water calls me in. So it, it's, um, that's, it's not entirely like random or, Oh, I'm just going to buy this. It was very well thought out, but, um, yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Marie, uh, it looks like we're getting close to the fire round questions, so we can probably yeah. already get started with that, John. I mean, this this show has just been amazing so far. I can so. I can keep going and going, but yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. And 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 by the way, these fire round questions are not what they seem. They're not a one answer question, one word answer questions. They're they're okay. you know, um, I don't even know why we call them fire round questions because they're you know they're, they're very similar cool. questions. You know, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't know, but we 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 like we like to call it fire round questions. But if we think of another name, maybe season two, then we'll probably change it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but but first question, I, I can go ahead and get started. What's a hidden talent that nobody really knows about you? Hmm. Um. Uh, well, I love to dance. That's mm. probably a talent. Wow. Okay. Are you dancing Not salsa? Are you dancing cumbia? What are you What are you dancing? Oh no, just put on music and dance in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> or Burning Man. I'm a big guy. I, I love to go to Burning Man and dance. That's Nice. That's awesome. Dancing. I love it. I love it. Uh, this is a question. I, I, I don't know if it's considered fire rounds or regular question. I, and Francisco knows this question well. Um, I, I'm very interested as to how, in what lens do you view the world and in what lens do you view people in this world? Um, I would say that I have a rose-colored glass um, on until I get hurt or I can see who somebody really is. And then it's like, okay, you know, like I'll, I'll be nice until there's a point. And so I think that I very much have like rose colored glasses on in this world and try to be an optimist and try to stay positive. But when reality hits and decisions need to be made or, you know, action needs to be taken, then it's like, okay, I, I, I see through clearly and, 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 and can take those off. So is that how you view the world and people together? Both, both, because some people yeah. have different answers for different ones. Like, yeah, yeah they view the world. Question. I think I'm still learning about people. It's um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I have people figured out, and then they surprise me, and I don't. But um, <laughs> no, I, I think I view the world and people like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good view. And what's the best advice that you've ever been given? Hmm. The best. That's so much pressure. Uh, slow down. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. We, we, like, I think we learned that probably doing? in the pandemic. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? Like, you need to just slow down. Um, so I, 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 it's maybe not the best for me as a person because it's very anti, like, who I am. But I think slowing down, enjoying the moment, like mm-hmm. paying attention to to what's going on, being in the moment, like that. Absolutely. Best. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. it's true. Because I mean, I I feel especially in our business, I feel we can get very carried away into the day to day operations and kind of just be more. It it almost turns very robotic, and we forget to really just kind of take a step back, breathe, and enjoy what's really around us. You know what I mean? And a lot of people forget to disconnect. Yep. What, what's a what's a What's a good healthy habit you adopted for yourself uh, recently, or Peloton. maybe you've kept it for a long time? Peloton. That yeah. uh, bike has been my savior. I got it before the pandemic. I used it like frequently, and now it's like it's a religion to me. Wow, <laughs> man, Francisco, I we need to hit thing. we need to hit Peloton yeah. for some sponsorship, man. <laughs> no, no, seriously. <laughs> uh, 
it's funny though because I it's I've been going out with my daughter hiking and it's just like such I feel like so strong in the peloton and then I go hiking and with my 12 my 14 year old I'm like oh, I can barely kick about um <laughs> so I I need to do some cross training I've probably focused on the peloton too much nice <laughs> all right that's, that's awesome that, that's awesome what uh maybe I don't know last question for me and then maybe Francisco can can wrap it up um yeah what are you what are you afraid of the most in this world and what makes you happy the most? Um, probably afraid of being alone the most and being an only child. I think that like that kind of drives that and that's affected my relationships. Like I definitely am working on that. And then what was the second question? What makes you the happiest? My daughters. Of course. I knew that answer. I just wanted to ask. <laughs> uh, one is a close second. <laughs> What's a close second? You're a lot of close Mine. second. Wine. Wine yes. is a close second. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, I thought far distant second, but I do love sitting down, slowing down, having a nice glass of wine with friends like that. I that thought you were going to say uh, tequila and tacos. Well, yes, of course, tequila and tacos. <laughs> 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 <That's my brother>. uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was the whole drive of the restaurant, opening up the restaurant, tequilas and tacos. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I love, well, that. I love that name. It's been an amazing episode. It's been so fun chatting it up with you. I hope our audience really got a kick out of uh, everything, all the gems that you brought and can really try to compete and try to challenge with how much of a hustler you really are. I mean, truly breaking through resistance and breaking, tearing down walls like nobody else that we've ever talked to. So, I mean, you've been so amazing. That's a badge of honor. I appreciate it. Oh, man, you're the personification of uh, of this podcast. You should be the poster child for this podcast, actually. (laughs) No. Oh, I think we need to step up our game, John. We do. I, well, I, yeah, yeah, listen. Put on Marie Murphy. I mean, I, come I, on. I, every time I talk to Marie, she makes me feel like I need to step up my game. Believe me, I don't even. She doesn't need. She doesn't even need to say anything special. Just I just go, hey, Marie, what's going on? And I, I get off the phone. I'm like, damn, I am way behind. <laughs> I just learned by watching you, John. Oh, that's no, no way, no way. Well, we we very much appreciate you being this is on. Super fun. Yeah, this is, very this honored. Is, this is amazing. Thank you. We we'll hope everybody enjoyed on. it. And if you guys are uh, just just stay tuned for the next episode, but it probably uh, won't. we'll see. One more thing: about. how does how do people get a hold of you, Marie, and where do they find you? Uh, MJDCP, MJDCapitalPartners.com, um, will lead you to our website or reach out to John and he can connect me, um, via phone. We would love Are you to, on social uh, media as well? LinkedIn, Instagram, anything like yes, that? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Yes, I'm on all the platforms. Um, I'm okay. on LinkedIn. I'm not, uh, on Snapchat or any of the other. Yeah, platforms. yeah, no, nah, we don't, we don't. But like you can find me on Instagram. You can, I'm Margaret Marie 13 at, um, on Instagram. I, we're nice. at Boatworks at Tahoe. Please come see us. We have the In at Boatworks. We're there. Um, come, come visit, uh, and then MJD development, um, on all major platforms. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Marie, thank you. Pleasure. Marie. Thank you so thank much. You. We appreciate your having, Thanks, having me on. Thank you guys. And stay tuned for the next great episode coming up. Thanks for listening to the Jalal Azar podcast presenting Breaking Resistance. Make sure to keep the conversation going by following us on Instagram and LinkedIn and check out our latest projects by visiting www.peak15cap.com. I'm Jalal John Azar. And I'm Francisco Herrera. And this is Breaking Resistance. Breaking Resistance.